0: Parental Advice in a Pandemic Article by Elizabeth Lee Living through a pandemic and adhering to the various rules of lockdown can be stressful on everyone, including parents who are trying to put on a brave face while keeping the family safe and diverted away from the doom and gloom. Parenting coach and author Val Malali believes that she can help parents turn their anxiety to their advantage. Carlo Library has teamed up with the Life Coach and is hosting a 40-minute webinar where she will give useful tips to parents on how to deal with stress and make it a positive force of energy. The webinar takes place at 10:30 a.m. tomorrow, Wednesday, the 2nd of December, and will give participants a chance to reflect on how to create a calmer, happier you and a calmer, happier home. Email library at carlococo.ie for details on how to sign up for this webinar. Songwriting Contest on Facebook Show Popular Facebook show KMFL is hoping to encourage creativity this week with the launch of a songwriters contest. The online show is the brainchild of local man Kevin Byrne and has been going from strength to strength thanks to its mix of special guests and classic tunes. Entries to the songwriting competition can be submitted by video clip to KMFL via Facebook or MP3, emailed to soundadvice at hotmail.com. The closing date for entries is the 31st of December. KMFL is also launching its Christmas radio show this Sunday, the 6th of December, at 6pm. Their charity partner is Carlo Mental Health Association – while the show is sponsored by Bramley's Jewelers. Zoom launch for the 2021 edition of Carloviana, article by Charlie Keegan. The 2021 edition of Carlo the annual journal of the Carlo Historical and Archaeological Society, that's CHAS, will be launched on Zoom this Thursday the 3rd of December by Minister of State for Heritage Malcolm Noonan, the Green Party TD for Carlo Kilkenny. COVID-19 restrictions have brought about the enforced change of format for this year's launch, which will take place by Zoom. Details of the Zoom link will be available on the Society's website www.carlohistorical.com CHAS was established in 1946 as the Old Carlo Society, the OCS. It currently has 235 members and will celebrate its 75th anniversary in 2021. Carlo Viana was first published in 1947, and the 2021 edition will be its 72nd publication. All previous editions of Carloviana are available to view for free on the CHAS website. This year's offering contains more than 200 pages and is well illustrated with both colour and black and white photographs. It is again edited by John Kelly and his editorial team. Contributors range from academics to local historians and while the majority are Karlovians, There are also offerings from Waterford, Wexford, Kildare and Cork, as well as France and Canada. In this Covid year, it is a tribute to Carlo contributors that they have produced such a range of interesting and thought-provoking articles. Themes which jump out include Early Christianity in Carlo, Local gentry families, the Bunburys, contributed by TV personality and Carlovian Turtle Bunbury, and the Woolsleys in Tullow. Articles on the 1798 rebellion include two first-hand accounts of what happened in Carlo, as well as the complete publication of Thomas Finn's account of the Rising. The article on Arundel Caulfield Best makes reference to Carlo's Disney connection. Articles relating to the decade of centenaries, including Nurse Fogarty's service in the Canadian Medical Corps in World War I, two relating to Burris, one of which outlines connections to Joseph Plunkett and Grace Gifford, the story of Hackettstown in the War of Independence, an overview of the War of Independence in Carlow by Dr. Elaine Callanan of Carlow College, and finally, as befits the year that is in it, there is also an article on Patriot Kevin Barry, who also features on the cover of Carlo and in the article on Haggardstown. In addition, a number of newly published books about Barry are reviewed. Granola Freak Efa turns a labour of love into a thriving business. Article by Suzanne Pender The quest to find the perfect granola has turned an infatuation into a thriving business for one local lady. Aoife Corcoran from Ballyrider House Stradbally and originally from Ballybrommel Fenna started making Ballyrider House Superseed Granola earlier this year and within weeks her product became a breakfast must for happy customers across the country. I'm amazed at how quickly everything started to move. I suppose all during lockdown people have been turning to food for comfort and are also supporting local businesses. The support has been incredible, both from the consumer end and the shops who stock my granola, said Aoife. Ballyrider House Super Seed Granola has a very distinctive retro feel, with its quaint package and traditional wholesome ingredients. There are six seeds in the granola, pumpkins, sunflower, linseed, sesame, chia and hemp, as well as oats, almonds, raisins, coconut and cinnamon. This new business venture all started with a healthy obsession with granola. I am a granola freak, laughs Aoife, who is the daughter of Frank and Joan Corcoran, who run the well-known County Carlow business, Corcoran's Precast Tanks in Fenna. Myself and my partner were forever buying different granolas and trying to find the perfect one for our taste. Then, at the start of the first lockdown, I started making my own, says Aoife. The result was Ballyrider House Super Seed Granola, which has stayed pretty much faithful to its very first batch ever since. Aoife previously ran her own advertising business and more recently worked part-time in the area of marketing with a local engineering company. So while business isn't new to her, a food business is a whole new direction. Aoife approached Anne Simpson of Simpsons Gala in Stradbally, who kindly agreed to stock the granola and also became a wonderful port of call during those early days. It never dawned on me that I could make a business out of this, but then it started to sell well, adds Aoife. Anne has been amazing in all this. Such a fantastic help to me in terms of her advice about everything from pricing to stock. She's been incredible. Brown's Fruit and Veg in Leash then began stocking the granola and it wasn't long before Aoife got a call that really took Ballyrider House Super Seed granola to the next level. I got a call from the Midland Park Hotel saying they wanted it for their breakfast menu. That was a real boost and a really lovely confirmation that the product was good because the hotel's standards are so high, said Aoife. The delicious granola is matched by its attractive packaging. Which Aoife says is always equally complimented by customers. The packaging is so unusual and visually appealing in the shop. The look is really, really simple, a little bit retro with brown paper packaging, just like people would have got with their messages years ago, she explains. Each package is wrapped by hand with labeling very personal to Efa and Bally Rider House. I have a little ceramic cat in my kitchen from Rosemary Durr's Pottery Shop in Castlecomer Discovery Park that I absolutely love, and we used its image for the label. I'm delighted to have the kitchen mascot on the packaging, said Aoife. A pencil drawing of Ballyrider House is also incorporated. More recently, Aoife has been approached by various outlets and companies to have the granola in their Christmas hampers, so the busy mum is even more happily hectic these days. No one warned me about the hampers, she laughs. Ballyrider House Super Seed Granola is now stocked in Simpsons Gala Stradbally, Bosco's Gala Portlaoise, Brown's Fruit and Veg Portlaoise, G's Jam Farm Shop, McAvoy's Steakhouse Abbey Leakes, and Stradbally Fair. In Carlow, it's in Raths, Londis, in Pollerton, in Kearney's in Fenna, while in Kildare it's in Swan's on the Green in Nace, and Firecastle, Market Square, Kildare. Well-known Dublin food store Cavistons are also stockists, with Mark Caviston and other great support to EFA. as his business expanded into the Dublin market. EFA's partner, architect John Parker, has been another tremendous source of business advice, as well as a very willing taste tester. He's been an amazing sounding board for all of this, she says. IT Carlo passes review with flying colours. Article by Elizabeth Lee. IT Carlo has successfully completed a review as part of quality checks conducted by Quality and Qualifications Ireland, that's the QQI, the state agency responsible for the external quality assurance of further and higher education and training in Ireland. The college, which is en route to becoming a technical university along with Waterford IT, was praised for the transformation that has taken place in its institutional development and strategic direction since the last institutional review. QQI assesses and reports on how effectively all 19 publicly regulated higher education institutions, or HEIs, are maintaining and enhancing quality in education. The reviews explore how institutions have improved their teaching, learning and research systems and how well institutions have aligned with their own mission, quality indicators and benchmarks. A panel of national and international experts conducted a comprehensive review of the effectiveness of IT Carlo's quality assurance systems, highlighting examples of good practice which were seen to deliver positive benefits for students and staff and making recommendations on areas for improvement in the coming years. The review team also praised its strong financial discipline over an extended period of time, resulting in substantial surpluses which have enabled extensive capital development of the campus. The team also found a strong commitment to a culture of quality across the organisation and to student support and engagement. QQI also praised the excellent support provided by IT Carlo to staff interested in engaging in research. However, the expert panel identified certain areas for improvement for the Institute of Technology. It recommended that IT Carlo should strengthen its strategic plan 2019 to 2023 by better defining the key performance indicators to drive it towards becoming a leading European technological university. Among other recommendations, QQI also wanted an anonymous systematic collection of student feedback to be implemented to collect information on course content, delivery and assessment as part of the annual programme review cycle. Institute of Technology Carlo sincerely thanks all members of the international panel for their expert engagement with the process and their highly constructive feedback and report, said IT Carlo President, Dr. Patricia Mulcahy. The Institute gratefully acknowledges the work of the members of the Institutional Reviews Unit in QQI for guiding and supporting Institute of Technology, Carlo, in completing this review through virtual means in these unprecedented and extraordinary times.